What better today, friend? Welcome to the Advantage Joy at Work podcast. I'm thrilled that you've joined me here as I help marketplace leaders unstuck their true potential to thrive in life and leadership. To build a successful, sustainable business with collaborative, high-performance teams and joy at work with practical neuroscience-based Advantage guides and coaching. If you need an outside voice with a fresh perspective, to challenge and empower you, your team or business to a new level of performance and engagement, then let's talk now. Is your battery running low? Understanding the six essential human needs of your team for successful leadership. Abraham Maslow proposed a six-level and his renowned five-level hierarchy of needs, which behavioural neuroscience has since confirmed. These levels explain the essential drivers of our behaviour, reactions and actions. We all have and share six foundational drivers that are at the heart practical neuroscience. Of course, your brain is an incredibly complex organ and variations of human behaviour are an endless ocean of subtle differences. But we can identify six neuroscientifically founded basic needs of human beings and how these influence our motivational behaviours and how we interact with the world around us. As human beings, we have developed to use the environment to its best and allow for reproduction and the furtherment of our species, our survival and growth. For leaders to be successful, they should first ensure that their own needs are met and then understand and help their team members meet their needs. To do this, a leader needs to understand that their team members essential needs and is easily remembered with the spaces acumen. Survival, pleasure, attachment, control, esteem and service. Each of these needs must be fulfilled in order for an individual to reach their fullest potential. Leaders should strive to provide their teams with meaningful work, opportunities for growth and an environment of trust, collaboration Only by understanding and meeting the essential needs of their team members, a leader can develop a successful and productive team. Spaces, the six needs we all share. One, our physical survival, our physiological needs of hunger, thirst, sleep and sex. Two is maximising pleasure and avoiding pain to feel safer and more secure. Thirdly, growing attachment so that we have a better sense of belonging. And fourth, increasing our control which helps satisfy our need to matter. Fifth, Boosting our self-esteem 
which helps satisfy our need for self-actualization. And at the top, being of service to others. We are only truly satisfied when we help other people. Each of these stimulates different neuronal circuits and will activate different regions in the brain. Let me briefly share a little more about each of these needs and then we'll examine how we can consciously and deliberately affect them and hence our feeling of drive, inspiration and engagement. You can easily remember this, remember, using the SPACES acronym. Alright, why do I need this? Hmm. Well, you need to be able to help your team fill their own power cell and ignite their destiny. Every team member has different needs and motivations and it's the job of the leader to understand and meet those needs through different strategies. They need to feel accepted, respected and that their ideas matter. And leaders should be mindful to include emotional intelligence in their leadership strategy. They should be cognizant of the emotional needs and psychological dynamics of their team and give team members the space to express their feelings. Leaders should use empowering language and be mindful of their team's limits. Each team member should have meaningful work and have opportunities for growth. Leaders should also be conscious of what their team members value and strive to provide them with those things. It's also the leader's job to foster a team environment where team members can collaborate, solve problems and grow together. And leaders should recognise the importance of building trust and rapport within the team and ensuring that all the team members are treated fairly and equally. Finally, leading a team requires understanding the different needs of each team member. A great leader is someone who has the ability to empathise and be compassionate with each team member and see things from their perspective. By doing this, the leader can help each individual in the team realise their full potential and maximise the collective potential of the whole team. The sixth level. Why is it so important? As I mentioned at the beginning, Abraham Maslow wanted to add a sixth level to his renowned five-level hierarchy of human needs. Today, with our increased understanding through behavioural neuroscience, he was right to want to include it. These six human needs are the essential drivers of our everyday behaviours, actions and reactions. What does this mean for you as a leader? That every leader needs to understand, one, how to fulfil their own needs, and two, their role in helping all of their team members meet their essential human needs. Ultimately, by doing so, those leaders can fulfil their own need to help and serve others. But is your battery running low? Imagine that your needs are like a discharged battery that you are able to charge through your life's activities. When the bottom cell is sufficiently filled, 
the next cell can be charged. And all human beings share these six essential needs, or power cells. Though some people have faulty power packs, with a corrupted sixth cell that has been taken over by a leaky fifth cell. That is, they care less about other people because their self-esteem is so overfilled they hold others in total contempt because they matter less than me. Beware overfilling any one cell. Gluttony and obesity with an overfilled cell one. Excessive risk-taking for cell two. And many have a leaky battery where their own never get filled. What does this mean for you as a leader? Well, you need to understand your own needs need to be met before you have enough to give others. And two, while things may look okay on the surface, people tend to hide their emotional needs, fearing that they are the only ones who have them. By this, you'll be better able to ask the right questions and better positioned to serve others and help them fulfil their real needs. The empty power pack. Well, if your needs are not met, you're an empty shell. Imagine that your brain is being powered by this rechargeable power pack. The very first thing that you need when you are born is air. Soon after, you need food, warmth and shelter. I'm sorry to tell you, but you were born needy and totally dependent upon others for your basic survival. And that is our first and primary need. What does this mean for you as a leader? Well, if you're running on empty, you're not much use to anyone. And two, as a leader, you help your team understand what they need to and how you can help them satisfy their needs. Survival. Survival needs. Your brain's number one primary job is to keep you not dead. Thankfully, your brain has been do- doing a pretty fantastic job of that uh, for you and will continue to do so, providing you look after just a few tasks. You can help your brain and yourself a great deal by attending importance to a four key areas in your life. One. Eating good, healthy and nutritious food and water. Two, getting sufficient rest and good sleep. Three, exercising and stretching your body's muscles regularly. Four, avoiding things, people and situations that may harm you. Do these and your brain can do its job. Neglect them? And your brain will give up sooner than you might prefer. As a responsible leader, you owe a duty to yourself and your continued good health to ensure that you enjoy good rest and sleep, exercise regularly and eat healthy, nutritious food. What does this mean for you as a leader? Well, if you don't look after your health, exercise, sleep and nutrition, you won't be able to achieve much. Two encourage and guide your team into a healthier lifestyle of good nutrition, suitable exercise and proper rest and sleep. Pleasure maximisation and avoidance of pain. 
we follow a simple logic to increase our pleasure and avoid unpleasurable, dangerous or painful experiences. This helps make us feel safe and secure in the world. Our experience over time gives rise to a whole network of mostly unconscious triggers and associations that are linked to either positive or negative experiences and our resultant pleasure or pain. You may be seeking hedonistic pleasure, focusing more on the subjective experience of maximising personal pleasure and minimising personal pain, or a eudynamic experience with a more rounded psychological well-being that encompasses the combination of the other three basic needs along with being fulfilled for a long-term meaning and purpose. Our subjective experiences colour our view of the world and each person has their own unique internal rating process based on their unique previous experiences. In short, we strive to increase our belief of our own self-worth to ourselves and our perception of how others value us. We need to believe that we have some ability to control what happens to us and we need to feel cared for by another human being. Lastly, we seek to maximise the personal pleasure we derive from life and avoid unpleasant experiences. To be able to deliberately impact our feeling of drive, motivation, inspiration or engagement, we need to be able to fulfil these six needs in a way that satisfies us personally. And to understand that, we need to get back to those chemicals that we've been talking about before. That's going to help you Hack your thinking by knowing the main chemicals involved and what you can consciously and deliberately do to alter the cocktail mix that your SNS, HPAA and PSNS do unconsciously for you. We all need to feel and be safe, secure and free from fear. And in organisations, psychological safety is the number one differentiator for personal and team effectiveness. What does this mean for you as a leader? Well, if you do not feel safe and secure and free from fear, then you are likely to make this even worse for your team. As a leader, allow your team members to speak up without any negative repercussions, protect them from other leaders, encourage all members to speak up freely and always encourage useful conflict and opposing ideas. Encourage everyone to build on previous statements with yes and, not no but. Attachment and belonging, our fourth need. Our need for attachment is laid down at birth in our brain and memory. It helps us believe that we belong to a protective tribe or family. This means that our perceptions, behaviours and emotional reactions and motivations can be laid down very early in life. This is directly linked to the availability of an attachment figure, usually one of the primary caregivers, for normal social and emotional development. This is not the case. This has a negative influence on the fulfilment of this need for attachment. 
Whether your primary caregiver wasn't there physically or emotionally doesn't make a great deal of difference. We all need to truly belong to a tribe of people connected to us and who help us meet our needs. A tribe where we have equal value and are treated as equal. What does this mean for you as a leader? You need a tribe too. If it's lonely at the top, you ain't leading. You're on a walk. Two, treat all team members equitably. They may not be equals, but they have equal value. Encourage sharing and proactively acknowledging each other. At the next level up, control and mattering. Everyone has a basic urge to be able to design and control their environment. And this helps us fulfil our need to matter. We need to know where we are going and how to keep ourselves on the right path to reach our chosen destination. A situation that is unclear and ambiguous stimulates a negative reaction in the limbic system of the brain, specifically the amygdala, which in turn stimulates an immediate fear reaction. If the resultant stress can be controlled and mastered, this may stimulate reward circuits and be saved as a learned memory. Otherwise, it can destabilise the neuronal circuits and trigger a negative cycle of thinking. What may matter more is not that you are actually able to control your environment, but that you believe that you control it. This is known as having an internal locus of control. And when the locus of control is external, we'll blame everyone and anyone else and outside forces for what happens to us. The big downside of an external locus of control is that even if they are to blame, they don't give a damn because they are in it for themselves and their own locus of control. When our base needs are being met, we want more control over our lives, or at least we perceive we have more control and need to be recognised that we matter and that what we do matters. What does this mean for you as a leader? Well, one, learn to recognise and appreciate yourself, respect yourself and achieve mastery in your leadership walk. And two, go out of your way to catch them doing something good. There's a link in the notes. And deliberately recognise all team members' achievements individually and specifically. Not a catch-all. Man, great job, team. That's about as genuine as it seems to you. Show complete respect for others and especially your team members. Coach them for mastery in their roles and beyond. So self-esteem and actualization. Every healthy individual is constantly seeking to increase and protect their self-worth. This is a large part of fulfilling our need to self-actualize. Self-esteem is a specific human need and only possible through having the ability to reflect and be able to perceive this and bring it to conscious attention. Our interactions with others enable us to form this complex self-image that is influenced by a complex network of interactions with others in the environment and their reactions and observations of us. We therefore develop a perception of our self-worth 
and a need to be valued and for value. When a friend ignores you and you notice this, for example, it's likely that you will question your own value to them and hence the value you bring to the relationship. When your boss tells you you did a great job on that project, your self-worth increases and your value on that relationship increases. As Dale Carnegie put it many years ago in the classic How to Win Friends and Influence People, everyone wants to feel important. That includes you. When we are healthy and safe, we belong to a tribe and we matter, we need to pursue our God-given talents to be creative and to fulfil our destiny. What does this mean for you as a leader? Well, leadership develops daily. Pursue excellence and keep learning how you can be and do better. Think before you speak and remember to pause and breathe. And there's another link there for pausing and breathing. Encourage, develop, guide and empower your team members daily. Your task is to make them better than you. That's what will be noticed by those higher up the food chain. the top of our needs at level six serving others or self-transcendence as Maslow called it it's our highest need serving others boosts your health and well-being your survival your happiness pleasure greater connection attachment that you matter you can control and uses your giftedness your esteem that is serving others helps fulfill all your other needs but to be in a position to do this you need to fill those needs you need to be blessed to be a blessing when we are personally fulfilled we transcend to think more about others than ourselves we need to give and to serve and to fulfill our spiritual selves what does this mean for you as a leader you will only be truly fulfilled when you give and you give some more. If you have yet to uncover your purpose in life, here's a clue. I'll save you many hours. It's not about you. You were born to serve others. How you serve them will only be your gifts to them. As a leader, your job is to serve others. And when your power pack is filled to bursting, you can charge them up and help them. Find out and practice how they serve others too. I'm Dr. John Kenworthy, and it's been my pleasure to share this Joy at Work Advantage Guide with you today. Thank you for joining me and supporting my work. Remember, if you ever think that you might benefit from an outside voice with a fresh perspective to challenge and empower you, your team or, or your organisation to a new level of performance and engagement, then let's talk now. You can follow the link at my website, joyatwork.coach. And if you know someone who you know would benefit from this Joy at Work guide, please share this with them, either by sharing this podcast link or if you're listening on the Joy at Work website, it's even easier to just click 
the share button. Be blessed and have an awesome, awesome